This is Exponent Philanthropy's catalytic podcast, Conversations with Leaders at Small Foundations. Meet some of the most creative, resourceful, and risk-taking foundation people in the country. Many foundations and donors who work in the policy arena did not start out there. How did they get involved? For many, motivation to do advocacy comes from recognizing that doing philanthropy in the system as it currently exists will not bring about the impact they desire. This was true for Garrett Thornburg, founder of the Thornburg Foundation in New Mexico. After several years of traditional grant-making, Thornburg made a shift, choosing three focus areas in New Mexico and hiring program staff who have experience in each of those fields. He asked each staff member to develop a strategy and plan for making systems-level change. In a series of three catalytic podcasts, we visit with one of these program staff, Michael Weinberg, who has focused for several years on early childhood education and maternal health. Choosing early childhood and maternal health was itself an intentional part of the Thornburg Foundation's strategy. Through listening and research, the Foundation recognized that expanding support for mothers, babies, and young children would have a catalytic impact on the health and well-being of New Mexico's residents. In this first of three podcasts, Michael sets the stage for this advocacy journey by talking about the Foundation's first steps. In the second and third podcasts, Michael will chronicle how the Coalition and its partners worked, key breakthroughs, and how they catalyzed the creation of New Mexico's first-ever Department of Early Childhood. The Thornburg Foundation is a family foundation that's located in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Garrett Thornburg um, founded um, the foundation in the early 2000s, and uh, along with his, uh, his wife of the time. Originally, I would say it was what I would describe as a fairly traditional foundation. And what I mean by that is um, they made a series of grants to support um, the operations of many uh, different um, nonprofit organizations, primarily in the Santa Fe area. Um, you know, everything from the arts to um, health, environment. Um, social services, those types of things. And then around 2012, um, Garrett said that he wanted to um, expand the type of giving that they were doing and um, deepen the impact um, of that giving. And rather than just continuing to make those community-based grants, um, he wanted to um, do grant making in a way that would influence 
policy at the state level. The, they, the board at the time, went through a process of considering um, different options and um, ultimately landed on three policy areas. Um, food and agriculture is the first. Good government reform is the second. And early childhood education was the third. And there were criteria that the board used to narrow it down and arrive upon those three, um, they had to do with things like um, what was the current environment in the in the state for those three issues. What was the likelihood of really affecting change? Um, there were some personal connections to those issues for the family, but that um, that kicked off this current version of grant making that we do. So. Um, in each of those areas, we um, we make grants of about a million dollars a year. So our our total budget is in the five to six million dollar range. Um, we do still uh, make the community grants that that we had been making all along. But with um, with the three policy areas, each of uh, they, the foundation then brought on a policy officer to oversee. Um, that area. And uh, the thinking there was to to hire someone who um, had expertise in the subject matter and who also had an understanding of, of how policy works uh, at the state level. Um, and, and three of us were hired around the same time. We each uh, were, were charged with developing a strategic plan that laid out what our, our big goals were for the foundation um, in, in each of those areas and a timeline for how we thought work with grantees to achieve those goals. At, at the time I was selected, I was working for the Legislative Finance Committee in New Mexico. And my job there was, was really looking at how we spend money. And most of what I looked at was how we spend money related to education. Because um, prior to being part of the Legislative Finance Committee, um, I had been um, in the education sector for um, 14 years. I had been a teacher of um, early childhood up through middle school. I'd been a literacy coach and I'd been a school principal. And the reason that the Legislative Finance Committee um, selected me to, to come aboard is because we spend a lot of money on education in New Mexico. And when we make recommendations about how it could be done differently, they wanted someone who would have some credibility with, within the education world. Um, and, and so it was a good fit for me. I, I also worked on other issues, um, early childhood being one. And, um, and so I became familiar with some of the specifics of uh, policymaking within early childhood. And, um, and it really has proven to be valuable to the work that I do now. New Mexico is a state of, of about 2 million people. I think in a lot of ways, it looks like what the rest of the country might look like in 20 years. And what I mean by that is we are a, a majority minority state. Um, I might be a little bit off on these numbers, but we're roughly um, 40% Hispanic um, something like 12% Native American, um, and, and then a, 
white population making up most of the rest of that, but but a minority overall. There are 23 um, sovereign nations, um, tribes in New Mexico. I think 19 of those are Pueblos. Um, a good portion of the Navajo Nation is in New Mexico. And then there are two um, Apache tribes as, as well. So really um, a diverse um, diverse makeup. Um, overall, the state is um, is very poor um, um, in terms of socioeconomic status. We typically rank 49th or 50th in uh, in the country in terms of um, income levels. And then, not surprisingly, our performance along a, a lot of um, traditional measures tends to track just identically. So. If we look at um, like the kids count report that Annie E. Casey produces each year, we tend to be 49th or 50th in terms of um, outcomes. And, and those, unfortunately, they really are measures of, of poverty. Um, and they're, they just correlate so strongly um, because what, what I think um, I'm most proud of is the amount of, of effort and innovation that, that goes on in New Mexico, just, I'm, I'm thinking specifically around early childhood uh, programs and the commitment um, to those programs. One other thing I would add is just this idea of, of like the urb, urban versus rural nature. Um, we really have uh, one major city, um, and I'm not even sure it qualifies as major, but that, that would be Albuquerque, roughly half a million people. Um, Santa Fe, which is the state's capital, has something like 90,000 people. Um, there are a couple of other um, of these mid-sized cities like Las Cruces and Rio Rancho. But for the most part, it's, um, it is a very rural state um, with just a couple of those urban pockets. Um, the other thing that I think is worth noted, noting is that politically, um, I, I would characterize New Mexico as a purple state. Right now, we look pretty blue. Um, I think... One of our congressional seats is held by a Republican. The other four are held by Democrats. Our governor is a Democrat. Both the House and the Senate are democratically controlled. But as recently as 2018, um, uh, we had a, a Republican for governor. And so actually through much of the work that I described, um, we, we were, it was being done under a Republican administration at the state level. Our conversation with Michael Weinberg of the Thornburg Foundation continues in part two. Thanks to Michael for joining us. Look for new catalytic podcasts each month. Meet more creative funders. Benji Ru does the audio engineering and mixing. Our website is by Kwok Lee. Our music is by O Future. The Catalytic Podcast is made possible by grants from two Exponent members, the 1772 Foundation and the Blackstone Ranch Institute. I'm your producer and host, Andy Carroll. Thanks for listening. Join us next time. <laughs>